So it's 342 on a Friday and your phone will not stop ringing. The group text is blowing up. Your work email is full to the brim. Your personal email has got at least 50 messages in there. You have a work assignment due at 5 p.m. sharp. You have a huge project due on Monday, right off the weekend. You were leading the presentation. You begged for this promotion. You wanted this opportunity. And it is your best friend in the entire world's cousin's birthday. And you guys are going out. You're going to the club. You're doing it the whole nine yards. But your stress about the work is increasingly high. And you start to think, maybe I shouldn't go to this thing tonight. But it's an awesome, amazing experience. I can't, dear, miss this. I can't not go. Today, we are talking about FOMO. And we are investigating your FOMO. So you want to be an it girl? All right, FOMO, don't we all know it so well? When you're experiencing FOMO, obviously the first place to start is, do you actually want to go to the thing? I've thought about that many times when people, friends have encouraged me to attend an event and and then I start to feel the pressure and I'm like, oh no, if I don't go, all these people are going to have a great time without me and and I'm going to have FOMO. So I'm, I'm actually talking about the people. I'm not talking about going to the actual thing or event. So you have to look at the situation and see, is the thing something you actually want to attend and remove all the elements that are the norm for you? The outfit, the friends, the location, and that will help you decide if you actually even want to attend. I think another reason people experience FOMO a lot is you're scared that if you don't go to that thing, you could not be invited to the next one, which I think says a lot about our presence in those events. So if you're already worried about being invited to the next one, you're probably not that present while you're attending. Just some food for thought there. But this happened to me a lot when I was in a sorority. I had a shit ton of FOMO for not attending frat parties. I would think oh my God, if I don't go to this frat party, I'm not going to get invited to XYZ, blah, blah, blah event. And like that was, I want to say untrue. Maybe it was true. I'm not sure. But that was when I experienced that kind of thing a lot was thinking that being there would lead to other things. And if that's your reason for FOMO, also congrats, you definitely are a catastrophizer and, and full of stress just like me. You just have to remember that like maybe just being a present and good person will eventually lead you there anyways. I think we think people will forget about us, but like, aren't you a good enough friend? Aren't you fun enough when you're at your best that you shouldn't have to go to things when you don't want to, that that will make up for that space. You don't need to like attend everything to not be forgotten about. Which is so interesting. I was going to save this story for later, but I really think I'm going to talk about it now. There was this girl in my high school and she she was gorgeous. She was very interesting. She was a Nick girl, if you will. And she was like a little MIA to the scene. And you think somebody who would be a little like MIA to the scene of high school would be 
forgotten, right? You think, oh, she's never been to any of these things. Why do people like her so much? Why are people so curious about her? Whatnot. It has the exact opposite effect. People were wicked curious about her, always invited her to things. She always rejected everyone. And we honestly, on some level, knew nothing about her. And it had the opposite effect of us forgetting her. Was she having FOMO? I don't think so. I think she was just like, nah, I'm going to do me, whatnot. That confidence of like knowing she didn't need to be at all these events, like it was like attractive. Like people literally thought it was like hot or sexy or whatnot. So being confident in your decision that I'm going to take care of myself first and just not have FOMO about this event because I don't have to be there because I'm already cool enough not to be there. That's a freaking super power. So when you think people are going to forget you and you're having FOMO and that's why you're having FOMOs, you're literally scared you're going to be forgotten. Remember that absence speaks louder than attendance sometimes. People will notice that you're not there. You want people to say, oh my God, we missed you so much the other night. Like you were so missed. And you don't get that by not being a nice, good, present person in other people's life, which just goes to show that I think if I'm speaking from experience here, that if you don't want to go to an event because you are too tired and you're going to be like kind of a, a snooze or a lag or a grumpy sore thumb, if you will, that's going to affect people's perception of you more than if you just stayed home and then they get to be like, Hey, I missed you so much at that event. Like next time you have to come in and you have to be like, yes, I do. Like I will, I'll definitely be there next time. See, they're already coming back to you with the next time you have to come because you missed it. So like FOMO, I think is an indication that we care about the things and the people maybe attending this event. But I don't think FOMO has to be a large indicator of that. You have to go. And that kind of brings me to my next point of like, you might be messing up other things in your life by going. For instance, we'll use LA as an example. LA takes a very long time to get across town. So you're going to lose an hour in traffic, potentially. You're going to lose the time to get ready. You're going to lose the time to get home. You're going to potentially lose sleep. And that could mess up a lot for you in the next day or even as we get older, (laughs) coming days. Yes, we're talking about if you're going out drinking. Maybe not, but probably likely. It can mess up more for you down the road. So you have to think like, is my FOMO anxiety really greater than the anxiety of fucking up the things in the next two or three days? For me, the scales tip on I'm going to be way more stressed out if I fuck up the things the next couple of days than if I miss this one party and potentially everyone forgets about me and, and I'm a social pry and no one ever sees me again. That was extremely dramatic and not completely true. But you get what I'm saying that sometimes we have to put our life vest on first, my favorite analogy, and take care of the things we have to do. And sometimes we have to miss out. But that's honestly part of what I think the idea of being an it girl is, is you're putting your shit first. You are like, you know what? No, I can't attend this party because I am working on my goals. So an example for this for me was my college friends all got together this summer in Florida. A friend of mine had just taken the bar. It was a whole thing. 
we were all invited. And originally I wasn't going to go just because like I didn't want to schlep. Then I found out I was actually going to be in Florida before. And then I was like, oh, no, I, I don't want to go because I just have been in Florida and back and forth. And a few of my friends weren't going. And I was like, great. I don't even have that bad of FOMO. Cut to it's like a week before. And all of my friends now are going except for me and one other girl. And now I am having massive FOMO because all of my good college friends who I don't get to see a lot are now all going to this. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to buy the super expensive ticket, which was one of the reasons I didn't want to go in the first place was it's a far trip for me from L.A. to Florida. It's expensive. And now I'm going to probably play double. And then on top of it, I was exhausted from just going on a family vacation. I was behind on work from just going to a family vacation. And now because all my friends are going, my FOMO is like trying to outweigh those like three other reasons. And I like had to like sit there and be like, well, if I go, I'm going to drink a ton have a lot of fun, but I'm also not honestly at my best social engagement right now. I just got off of like so much social activity. And I know this is kind of a weird thing. Maybe it happens to you too, though. When I haven't been working on the podcast, my acting career, or even just like picking up production work and like making money or all the other million odd jobs I do to make money, I start to feel really bad about myself and I'm not a fun person to hang out with. So like my FOMO and the state of where I was being, when I looked at it, I was like, the FOMO is way less important than all these other things that I'm already missing. So I decided not to go and it was the best decision in the world. It was hard. I watched my friend's stories. I was sad. I missed them. I took a moment to say like, to whatever powers you may believe in. I hope my friends have a great weekend. I hope they're really safe and they all take care of each other and they know how much I love them and miss them. And you know what? I got great sleep. I got a ton of shit done that weekend and I felt so, so good about myself and I've never gotten over how good I felt in that moment because that was the first time I really ever didn't do something. And it just created, once again, this confidence like and ownership of that. I don't have to go to everything to be considered cool or in or the it girl or whatever. What's going to make me feel that way is taking care of myself, putting my work in, seeing my friends some. There's totally a space and balance for this, but it's just like you can and you can't do it all, but you have to pick and choose when you do them. There will be another time this situation will come up and I will choose to spend time with my friends over maybe work because it's been too long now. But in this moment, it didn't feel that way to me. It felt like I need to prioritize myself. So having FOMO can actually be a superpower. It can tell you that you feel something about the situation. And emotions are super powerful. And I don't think it's something like really it's rewarded a lot more, but like we don't reward ourselves enough for having emotions. Like you should be like, hey, I'm so proud of you. You have FOMO. That's the weirdest sentence that's ever come out of my mouth. But like, you should be like, great. You really care. You do. You really care about these people. You really care about what they might think about them, what they might think about you. And I don't mean that in like that way. It's like, you just want them to like you and you like them because hopefully there's some equal trade there. So being in touch with your emotions like that, it's not a bad thing. So FOMO is a superpower because it might be telling you it's time to look at things and maybe reprioritize what's important to you in this season. The FOMO could be, 
oh my God, I saw all these people I started with in my field go to this thing and I have FOMO from it. So maybe that's a sign you need to reprioritize work. You could be like me and see all your friends there and you couldn't make it that time whenever and you could have so much FOMO and you realize, wow, I've really taken on too much work and I've been not prioritizing my friends, whatnot. So it gives you the time and space and energy to step back and see what you need to prioritize. So use FOMO as an indicator of to just maybe do a little self-examination and make FOMO your superpower. So you want to be an it girl? Thank you guys so much for listening to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of the things. And don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show. 